You're listening to the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. Uh, wax pack podcast or a wax pack <laughs> podcast <laughs> with that exact name i saw it this morning i went to forward when was the last time they had an episode that, do you think? i saw it this morning on twitter so thank you twitter I'll, I'll look it up i'll look it up i'll look it up twitter's a goddamn devil because i want to be part of it because i like i like starting bro i like start, it's I like, baseball i like starting the the on, on our the, and our uh, conversation our in our chat and i just go in there like hey is nolan ryan a journeyman and i step away fuck <laughs> fuck nolan ryan bro <laughs> and i like nolan ryan did you see the one that I asked? I was like, hey, what about Andrew Jones? And then like... That's a tricky one. Fuck. But that Damn, was, I, for, uh, I forget that we have more than one baseball geek. I like, I like that shit. I, ha- I left my, uh, my A's hat in the car. My 80s, 90s A's. That was my team. The, the nice green with the yellow? Simone. Orangey yellow? Uh, or, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like a yeah, little yeah. hint of Conseco, orange. Conseco, Maguire, Blankenship, mm-hmm. Walt Weiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go ahead. You're, 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 you're dropping names like you're going to impress me. Uh, Carney Lansford. Uh, Carney Lansford, yes. Terry yes, Steinbach. Yes, yes, yes. Come on, give me some outfielders. I can't think of anybody else right Center now. field, Ricky, Ricky Henderson. Henderson. Left field. No. Dave Henderson. Really? Jose Canseco, right Canseco, field. Canseco, Canseco, yeah. Canseco, yeah. Designated hitter, Dave Parker. Come on, guy. Damn, dude. Come on, Mike Gallego. Second yes, base. yes. He was always a car that I always got, and I hated it. Um, it was that else? one where he was like jumping over somebody sliding into second base. <laughs> Pinchy Profe, welcome back. Hey, bro. I wanted to, I wanted to have you in because I know you got, you're a teacher. You're, I you're, am. you're going through some dramas. But before you start crying me a fucking river, <laughs> before you start crying me a river, big shout out to El Carlos Paez, one, for letting us uh, use his song like always, Killer Guy. He was here at the brewery yesterday. Um, I saw it on your live. What did you think? It was good. I he, liked it. We, it was kind of last minute. We were like sitting down, glasses t- asked me, like, we should have him come in. I said, yeah, I've been talking to him. He's down. He's coming tomorrow. And then tomorrow was yesterday, and um, he just wanted to set up on to compete Brian Jordan because you know what they do now, right now, since uh, nobody's touring, you can't tour. Right. Nobody's doing shows in the venues because nobody's open to do it in front of the public. So these guys are innovators. They started just kind of doing um, virtual tips por medio su casa, and they've been doing it at different little like friends' house and this. But then they said, "Hey, bro, do you mind if we come in?" I said, "Bro, fucking cruise in, play here at the brewery." Um, we'll be close. So it was just glasses and me and, and another compite, Julio. And him and his boy were playing and we were just drinking and oh, having Julio. pizza. Yeah. Oh, Julio. <laughs> and we're just hanging out and and it was fun. And, and and I guess it went well. A lot of people watched, streamed it on our, because we had it on the 3 Punk Ale Instagram Live. He had it on his uh, B-Side Players Instagram Live and Facebook. Right. It was cool. You know, yeah. anything we can do to, we didn't do shit. I asked him if he wanted to play here, and he said yes, you know, and then he just accepted tips. Hey, and he this did time, all the heavy you lifting. You have to hustle, man. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. It's like, how long before you guys get to play shows again, tour? Like, yeah. And he's like, bro, I don't fucking know. I know at least this year, nobody's playing. Mm-hmm. Nobody's playing. No venues are going to be accepting uh, live performers this year, is what he said. So he must be part of some guild that probably yeah. laid down the law. And he said, probably within the summer next year. Right. And I was like, shit, 
and he's like, and the, the Brian Jordan, his partner, um, the guy who plays the guitar with him as well. He was like, yeah, bro. I mean, wifey works, but this is what I do. You know, I'm a musician and I get money like this. So good for them, man. He said it's been going well. They play two times a day at least. They have set up at, at their pad and they have their little virtual tip pin where it's like PayPal or, or Venmo or Cash App and they have all their information. You click it, you leave $5, $10, and then, and then they're doing well right now. So Yeah. Well, like you mentioned, no, like some of these things that we do now are going to be our new normal. No, yeah. like some of these, like you guys are doing delivery. I don't know if that's going to be a continuous yeah. thing. Dude, I just bought a fucking delivery van. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But like these things are going to be new, right? Like some of these things that we're doing now may, that's how we're going to live from now on. Get used to it because that shit ain't changing. Oh, and then what? In a couple of days, yeah, let's get all the bum, bummer shit out. So May 1st is going to be mandatory where face masks are required to be used in Las Calles de San Diego. Yeah. Everywhere, up and down. Some places already have it. Yeah. Some places already have it as well, a full time. Right here now? The third Avenue doesn't no, have that? It was no. just like, is just a suggestion right <clears throat> At uh, essential businesses, it's required. Mm-hmm. Like if you go in anywhere that's open, you must wear a mask. Um, They recommend it for sure. And starting May 1st is no longer a recommendation. Papito, $1,000 fine if you find yourself in a position that you don't want to wear a mask. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know a lot of people that can hang and just not wear a mask and shell out $1,000 at a time. Sorry for us for people, people with the glasses, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Like it's always foggy. ¿Qué anda con el anti-fog? ¿No oh, funciona? Dude, no. What? So you're, what about, like a little, like a little what about contacts? No, let's no. No, I can't, I can't do contacts, bro. No, no. The the idea of touching my eye freaks me out. That Neta. I can't do it. The wife wears contacts. She's been wearing them since she was like little. I can't. I can't. I wore glasses. I used to have pelo. Like my parents are Mexican, like hardcore Mexicans. Oh. When we were growing up, you know, we're first generation here. But my parents are hardcore. Actually, I, I lie. They were first generation Mexicans, Americans. We are second generation, but they were still in that, you know, they're still in that bubble. For sure, for sure. I had to convince them about anything that was wrong with me or everything that I wanted to do. Like, I can't see. I'm like, ay, mijo, estás bien. No le hagas a loco. Siéntate ahí, puedes ver. Siéntate enfrente. And I was like, I fucking can't see. Yeah. Like, like everything I see is blurry. So all through, like, middle school. Fuck. Yeah, I was blind all through really? middle school. <laughs> the elementary and middle and most of high school, I was blind. And Wait, I would, Didn't they give those tests, though? Like. Damn, I don't. I don't even remember. That was probably and a while. I don't even remember. I, I might have been pre-test because I was legit fucking blind, bro. I couldn't see anything. I would sit in the front and I would always be squinting. So now, in addition to being old and you get those little pinchy wrinkles on the side of your the eyes, like the crow's feet, I had that already before because I was always squinting. And now I'm old and it comes out more. <laughs> fucking parents. So yeah, I, I came from a background where I had to convince my parents everything. Hey, same. Mom. Being, I, I don't like this. Cállate, te va a gustar. I said, I fucking don't like it. <laughs> That's funny that you say that too because I was I was talking, my son's birthday is coming up next month and I was asking him oh, in, in June and I was asking him, hey, what's your favorite food? If When we have your birthday party, which we're not going to invite anybody, just us, right? Quarantine party. Like, what do you want? And he goes, sushi. I was like, damn, I can't. I had sushi when I was 24. Calmate. Yeah, dude, it was the wife. The wife was like, hey, you should try this. And I was like, no, I, I, I like my frijoles. I like my arroz. We're simple people. Yeah, yeah, simple. And she was like, no, try sushi. And after that, hooked. And what does this kid do? He loves sushi, bro. Like, well, he loves it. Well, think about it, bro. Even here in the beer game, your first beer and my first beer are way different than what a 24-year-old guy, 21-year-old gal's beer is right now. Right. Like, my first fucking beer was a Carta Blanca. I was 14. My first craft beer was a pinchy, uh, the fuck, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Oh, nice. You know? Killed my mouth, killed my tongue, red my palate. You know, yours was red trolley. Yeah. There's motherfuckers right now who are 21, 22, their first beer. 
Blind Pig. Yeah. <laughs> Pliny the Elder. Oh, I waited in line for younger. It's like, damn, like, yeah, pobrecito, you waited in line. <laughs> I didn't. I have, remember I told you? You didn't even go? I have never had it. Well, let me tell you, I'm missing much. No? Nah. It, 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 it's going to mean, it, it mean nothing. But being <laughs> as like a, when I was really into like the craft beer early, 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 and I was like logging it on, you know, online, that was like my goal. Like, I need to get it. I need to get it. I would even, one of my buddies. You was to eat este año, güey? Or no? Well, no, I, I saw that it was out. Right, it was at Hamilton's and yes, and the, siempre lo tiene. yeah, yeah. But I didn't get a chance, and then I was like, "Oh man, what am I gonna do? I'm just gonna wait." And then I saw that uh, Livewire had it. Okay, and love Livewire, and just didn't make it out. No, it was during that week. But I love when did this happen? It was in February, huh? Yeah, but I love Livewire because they're just so they just, they just post it up like at ten o'clock at night, and there's like a picture of the of the handle, like we have it. Show up, show no up. No lines, no nothing. That's why I love Livewire. I miss that place. It's still there. You're, 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 you're going to get a chance to come back and get it. Is it? I yeah. don't know, bro. Dude, so you're talking about having a your birthday for your son during the quarantine. We just had a birthday for my son this past weekend on Zoom. Teníamos a los suegros, my parents, um, his cousins, his aunt, my sister, and my brother-in-law all on there cutting a cake, blowing out a candle. Um, El Jackson, he cumplió seis, so now the middle child is six. And he was like, Daddy, where's my presents? Where is everybody? No one's going to come. I'm not going to have a birthday party. Oh, I'm not going to have one. And I was like, calmate, pinche dramático, bro. I was like, relax. You're going to have a birthday party. Look at There's cake. There's balloons. It's like, like chill, bro. You're going to have a birthday yeah. party. But trying to explain that to a six-year-old, like, where, where's my gifts? Where's this? Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. But the family, too, dude. You know, like, we've had a hard time with being a suburb from my mother-in-law and my and my grandma. How's that going? It's tough. Like, they came by yesterday. I was telling you, uh, Ruben dropped off uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, some beer yesterday. El Hickson Delivery Hickson. Man. And and my mother-in-law showed up right after. So I made him the, the Chris Glasses special. I put it at the chamoy and I put the, <laughs> the taquin, right? And I gave them I gave him some beer outside. So grandma is 95 years old. Ufa. So we can't. We can't. You know, we, we really have to take care of her. So we're, we're staying... We're staying away. So from across the hall or on the, on, the, on the walkway, we're having beer. My wife and I having beer from the inside. And we're saying hi to them outside. And they're having their beer that I made them. It was tough. Because they love, the boys love their grandma. They love their nana, bro. Like, that's, it's, it's, been, it's been a real adjustment for them to not, to understand that they can't. They can't. Nimolo dog. It's no, <laughs> I think I like, know, a, like, right? a, my, like my dad, I always tell people he doesn't get it. So I'm like, bro, like. This is how it is right now. I said, we, we can't like hug and you can't. And my right. mom gets so mad at him. And like, ah, he's old school, bro. Yeah. My abuelita's 95. I, I fucking want to see her. I want to see her every day. 94, maybe, I think. 92 or 94. Yeah, yeah. yeah in that area. I feel like at 90, I'll be guy. Like, it's like quarantine right now. It's like, what day is it? Fuck, I don't know. It's like, once you hit 90, it's like, how old are you? Pff, I don't know. Ah, like That's I'm, how I feel right now. Too. I'm like 90, I guess, yeah. you know? So yeah, it's just, it's that. Because we're Mexican again. I always say that we're Mexican, but Mexicans play by a different set of rules, bro. It's like family. Over everything, right? Good or bad, you know. You can be beefing with fucking a cousin or a tío or a tía, but when like shit hits the fan, it's like family, family. Everyone like you squash the beef and you just move on. Sometimes, especially right now, right? <laughs> like look at your immediate family. Mm-hmm. Like you are probably seeing things from your significant other that maybe you didn't see before, mm-hmm. and that's tough. Yeah, right. Like, is there something you want to get off your chest? No, today, no, no. I'm like, my, my poor wife, dude. She has to deal with me and like all of my things. It's true. Though. It's true. But you know what? Something that I've discovered though is how much. Like how much she does and then also how much I kind of like take for granted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in the weekends, I sleep in. I'm not going to lie. I sleep in. And and she wakes up early with the with the kiddos. 
and she makes some breakfast and mm-hmm. I wake up like at nine or like eight, whatever. And it's like, oh man, it's pretty nice. But now I'm, I'm, I'm the one who has to be making breakfast for them. I'm so I'm making breakfast for them. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and then I have to go teach. Uh huh. And then in between my breaks, cause I'm live and we'll talk about it in a little bit. When I'm live teaching, I'm teaching with my kids. I'm on live, like on live video conferencing or I'm live in like in the, in the chat in our, in those, in our class chat. I have half an hour to go and do something with my kid. He wants snacks. He wants water. He wants this. And I'm trying to keep him away from my wife because she's working. She's on, she's on it like eight hours. She's working even past. So then I run back and give her something and run back and make something else. It's, it's, it's insane, dude. Like it's, it's like a non stop. I feel like I'm working a lot more now than I would if I was in the classroom. Agreed. I, I, I don't think you're lying when it comes to that. I think everyone right now, we're in that same boat and it's been a month and a half. And I still think we're getting our bearings, you know? I still legitimately feel like we're getting our bearings. Well, when did this happen? I was talking to Maddie. March 16th. Yeah. March 16th. 13th was the Friday prior, and I was like, it's going to be an interesting weekend. Yeah. Because everybody already had that, like, in their mind, like, oh, shit, there's a disease out there. There's a virus out there. What are we going to do? So I was like, March 13th, this is going to be an interesting weekend. Let's see how everything goes. And it was slow as fuck that weekend. And then Monday came around, and I was like, but if I didn't say, because I have a feeling like yeah. some shit's gonna go down. Like they're gonna they're gonna cut us. They're gonna do this. They're gonna do that, and right. that's a wrap. You see what? And now what is it? We're April twenty something. The it's last like weekend, 40? last week of April. Shit. So yeah, like a month and a half. This is still new, bro. And it's not. And it's gonna, it, I was I look at the calendar, and I was like, man, we only have one more month. Like I would be right now finishing up. I have I would have six weeks left of school before the the kids graduate or promote, right? Or move on to to eighth grade because you do middle school. Because I do middle school, I do I teach seventh grade. And I teach dual language. Everyone's getting promoted. Well, yeah, I think it's, the way it's going to work is we got them directed from our district that all the work that we give from here on out is like extra credit. Okay. So whatever grades they had, if you weren't collecting any past work, <laughs> <laughs> is is going to be that whatever grade they had when you collected everything, that's their grade. If they choose to do the work, excellent. They can only improve their grade. Right, because the east, the east and west divide. Right, we have a lot of kids on the maybe on the east side or on the west side who don't have internet, who don't have they don't have a device. That's legit. Huh? All the seniors this year don't have a device. Like, Pero por qué? Because we're broke. <laughs> the district is in a deficit, and beyond that is. All of the all of the equipment that was returned, a lot of it is broken, and we don't have money to fix oh, it. Oh, please! Right, so they chose. Did you guys have like big donors or anything? It's East Lake, no. bro. Come on! No, no, not East Lake. I'm saying the district. The district, well, district wide. So Mario Lopez is from here, bro. <laughs> Fuck! But he he claims the Dodgers. This bro? is Doyer fan, right? So all of seventh grade to eleventh grade have a device, iPad or like a little a uh-huh. laptop, but the seniors don't. So they had to like buy laptops and distribute to all these kids who don't have it, and then. That doesn't guarantee that they have internet. Mm. And that doesn't guarantee that these kids are going to be here, right? I, I came from Sweetwater. I grew up in, I went to Sweetwater High School. And we ha- I was the one who commuted every day. So how am I going to get my device if I live in Tijuana? Yeah. Southwest High, where I used to teach too, summer school. Same thing. A lot of kids from Tijuana. So what are they going to do? What if they don't have reliable internet? What if, and you know this, right? I don't, well, I think you know this. Like if you, you cross the border, your apps work differently. Yeah, the Netflix that you have in Tijuana mm-hmm. is different from the Netflix we have here. You get access to other things that we don't have access yeah, to, exactly. bro. But also, sometimes you have like an American, uh, uh, an American uh, um, app, uh-huh. and then you, it, it doesn't work. It won't world. translate it over. It doesn't work yeah. the same. 
So you have a lot of kids who can't access what what the other kids here on this side of the border can access. So these are all things that you guys have to take in consideration now. The right. district, the higher-ups. Who's the big wig right now that everybody in your district reports to? Como se llama? It's uh, Carol Jenny. Jenny? Carol Chani. Carol? Man, I just... That's Superintendent. Superintendent Chani. Simon. The stress on that person must be freaking yeah. insane. Yeah, well, remember, we were going through a budget crisis. Or mm-hmm. we still are. You guys are... Bro, Sweetwater District's going through a crisis always. Every, like, every Whether it's some sort of a freaking financial, fiscal crisis. Yeah. Whether it's, like, uh, inappropriate touching crisis. Whether it's students rebelling crisis. Laying people off crisis. Well, there's always a fucking yeah. crisis. Remember I told you? That I, told, I think I was telling the chat. It was, like, a couple months ago. Before, this was, that was my issue. Am I going to get fired? Am I going to get laid off? And the coronavirus hit, and that was, like, that was our focus. But yeah, I, I was one of the lucky ones that did not get a pink slip. There was a good amount of, of people who got pink slipped. And Ooh. it all is based on the day you're hired. The people who got a pink slip right now are living yeah. luxuriously, though. They're getting that money. Well, they're still, they still have to work to another year. Oh. After that, then they go and like file for unemployment. But then what about summer school? Yeah. Like for the past two years, we haven't had summer school. Al Chile, bro. How long without school are we going to be? I don't know. No. This I, year for sure. This year's gone. Yeah. This year's gone. This uh, school year. This school year is gone. Not the whole, not the calendar year, but the school year. Uh, the San Diego County of Education sent out like a big old list of possibilities. Uh-huh. And nothing is set in stone, but they just set, here are all possibilities. Like in Tijuana, right? Mexico, don't you have like a, a morning and an afternoon? And, but that might happen. Or something like, we divide the sc- your schools into five sections. Mm-hmm. That could happen. We don't know. Not until, you know how thing changes every single yeah. day. You guys get updates every day, man. So not until we start in the school year, we'll, we'll know. Oh. I mean, and, that, and that's what's hard. Being a planner, it's very hard to, like, what am I going to do? Am I going to be teaching these kids online? Like, I'm ready. Like, I'm cool with that. But it's not the same. Like, we were talking earlier before we we came on. It's Are these kids adapting to that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes and no. They're at home. Yeah. And maybe. And they're probably just, like, wearing, like, a nice shirt. And, and then, like, bottom, they're just wearing, like, shorts or, like, in their tonies and just chilling, you know? Are you talking about me? <laughs> you too. No, me. Uh, no, I but just think about it. I know I have like I have some students who are twins, mm-hmm. right? So imagine two kids, and maybe on their own devices. Their parents are working. Maybe they have younger siblings, and there's no quiet time. No, maybe they all share a room. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and, and 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 that's for me. For me to be effective is I need to be in the classroom, and I need to like I'm all about body language, right? I can sense when a kid is lost interest, lost interest, no longer focused. Simone. Not 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 focused. They just don't get it. Mm-hmm. They're frustrated. I can see that. Like I'm really good about. They get the little glaze over there. Right? Like, yeah. Well, maybe they just. Hi. <laughs> uh, you know, or like they have something in their in their in their flask or whatever. Hey. Um. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to talk about that one. <laughs> no, but but you know what I mean. But it's it's like that's how you're effective teaching. I, I went like a like an, on a Twitter rant, and I was like really. Emotional. You're always on Twitter, fool. I am. But I, I got like really emo. Uh-huh. I was telling you like my my I'm like good for like the 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 emo emo of the week. The, my, my saddest moment of the week was that I I had this feeling of I'm not doing enough. Uh huh. I am not I am not there for my kids and my kids. I mean my students, right? I'm not there for them because I'm not in that classroom and like motivating them and like messing with them and like joking with them. Like I miss that. Like I miss. The high fives. Uh-huh. I miss like the fist bumps. I miss them like joking, uh, joking with me and me being like, you know, sarcastic. And then I understand. And then that is like 
That's what makes me a good teacher. Connecting with them because if they like me, and not like a pushover, but if they like me, they're committed. Work, they're yeah. gonna work, right? They're like, pot committed, right? And and they're and they're gonna be like, you know what? I don't want to disappoint Mister Moreno. I don't want to disappoint myself or my parents. But they know that I care. Like I go all in every single day. I go all in hundred percent. And that's why at the end of the at the end of the week, I'm like I'm like at fifteen thousand steps because I'm like crushing it a day. Yes. Okay. I don't sit down. I was about to make funny of it. And in a no. week, cabron? No, 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 no. Shit, man. And in my classroom, uh-huh. I don't leave. I never sit. I always engage all of the kids. I have to. Be careful, because we saw, we saw Stand and Deliver, <laughs> and we know what happens to Professor Escalante. <laughs> so you better make sure you're... Are you telling me that I'm going <laughs> to go bald? <laughs> or, I'm going to have a come over? That would be the best part. Wait, my quarantine cut today? <laughs> Do you think your hair looks nice? Is it? And you know what? Relax. Get Stop being so emo. You're, saludito. Hey. You're... you're you're fucking doing what your passion, and this is what we were talking about earlier. It's like right now you're gonna see people who are just gonna do enough to skate by. Yeah. Unfortunately, you guys are all gonna be on the same like playing field in a sense, because kids right now they don't give a fuck. They're just showing up because they have to show up, right? You know. And I'm just gonna tell you because I'm gonna tell what kind of student I was. If if I was in high school in this situation, I would just kind of be like. Fuck, I guess I'm not going to get graded in a negative manner. Uh, why why am I going to go balls to the wall? Like, I'm the kind of... I was reading an article, and it's going to sound fucking weird, but an article that said that Manny Machado can't succeed in San Diego because there's a not enough pressure oh, on him to big succeed. Poppy, bro. Big and dad, David Ortiz was saying that, and it's... And fuck, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's a dickhead thing to say to, as it reflects the city of San Diego because they're saying we're soft, we don't put, apply enough pressure. We do, but that I brought it back to me. I was like, fuck, that's true with me. I excel. I'm a procrastinator. And in school, I was a hardcore procrastinator, and I excelled under pressure. Right. In this situation, there is absolutely no pressure. This is the antithesis. This is the fucking opposite of pressure. This is super lax. Right. This is, this is school on a fucking a quaalude this is school like super high you know it's like yeah you're sitting in front of your computer at best from what i've noticed in my kids classes and, and obviously i can't compare because he's in second grade and you're teaching ninth eighth and seventh and eighth graders seventh 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 graders it's like i can't compare them but it's like they get like maybe five minutes of talking time because yeah. you're going around and around okay now For you sure. junior now tu, juan now you mikey but they meet once okay. yeah one yeah so it's like fuck Where's my where's my motivation? What's right. my incentive? I'm not gonna get negatively graded. I'm gonna make it I'm gonna get promoted to the next grade. Right. Nothing I can do is gonna alter that. Shit, I could probably not even show up and it'll still be okay. Right. And I, and I think that's why that's what I think of. And that's why how do I get that kid who is not gonna be fully engaged? So mm-hmm. you know what I do? Every single Monday, I give them all their work. And I make it like easy. I, I, Yes. As a re- not the actual schoolwork, but I'm assuming that the way you present the it. Way I present it it's easy. This is what you got to do. I even made a presentation on how to read everything. Mm-hmm. Like I, I did, I gave it to the parents. I had a Zoom me- meeting with the parents, only parents, and we talked about it. Like on a Saturday at two, three o'clock in the afternoon, 40, 40 parents showed up. You know what I mean? But I'm putting all this effort the in. The new though. normal, bro. But I'm yeah. But I'm doing all <laughs> this. But this is normally what I would do normally in the normal uh-huh. normal no, normal uh, school year, like engaging parents. But I have the most, East Lake has the most involved parents. Okay. Like they are full in. Dual language is. <laughs> for better or for worse. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Like dual language is like this, all of these black kids, 
white kids, Filipino kids, Mexican, third generation Mexican kids, whatever, Hawaiian, Samoan, they all speak Spanish. And they probably do it better than we do. Hawaiians are Americans, bro. Oh, well, you know what I mean. I do. Polynesian. <laughs> so, so like all of these kids are like really, really, really smart. Uh-huh. So they have the drive from their parents, but they also have some of the drive from themselves. So I even gave out when we were on break, I gave out like all these assignments that were like, oh, do these if you want, if you're bored. Pretty much 75% did it. And it was like, there were hard assignments, but they did it. Right. So this is now like, I'm trying to reach those kids who didn't. Like, how do I get that one kid who I know is struggling in my class to, even though they're struggling in my class with me in there, how do I get them to perform when I'm not? So I'm live. Yeah. I'm live on video, on video conferencing, half an hour for each period. Live on Tuesdays and on Wednesdays. And they like it? I mean, they have no choice, right? No. Uh, On Thursday and Friday, I'm there too, but in in like a, in, in a chat room. That we have with our, that we have with our with our with our system. So I'm answering questions right there and then. But that puts me, that takes me away from my kids too. Yep. Right. So I'm there and I'm telling, you know, telling Abraham, Abraham, don't yell so much. Samuel, no eat this. Mm. Right. Tell my wife, hey, I have a call right now. She has to run upstairs to the bedroom with a computer because she has a call too. Yeah. And then what do I do? I give this kid a device and I give this other kid, you know, homework to do. And then in a half hour. You're compromising your children. And that's what it is. For your students. And that's, and that's the hard balance, right? How, what is your balance right now? Like, honestly, nobody's listening. Give it to me straight. I think how much, do, how much time do you focus be, on your students over your kids? I do a lot for my kids, for my mm-hmm. students. Mm-hmm. See? Yes, I, even I then, <laughs> I do a lot, but I think I realize now that because I start at 10 o'clock in the morning, my first class at, in the morning, when I wake up like at 830 or nine, I, Focus on my kids like crazy. Uh-huh. And then I need to try to cut it off. Like at this time, I'm not free anymore. But then I also have office hours. Like college, right? Like meet with your professor between this time and this time. Like I have that too. So I need to be available, but it's become so much. Is it like a 10 to 4 job right now? or? Yeah. Yeah. Like right now, it's like I'm till 3. Till 3. Because I, I got like really cool stuff from other teachers where like they have like this organized office hours list. And I'm doing all that. So... No office hours today, by the way. Uh, and that's why I wanted to bring you in, bro. I wanted to bring you in because I wanted to see what, like, most of the people who listen have kids, you know? Most of the people who listen have kids who are currently doing, like, on-demand learning, you know? Right. It's like, this is all new to us. So it's like, fuck. It's not just hard for us as a parent, like, overseeing our kids going through this. Got to take the perspective of the teacher and be like, fuck, especially if a teacher who's a family man. You know, a teacher yeah. who's a family man is like, Everything is on a schedule. Right. You know, we're, we're busy. You, you, you have kids. I have kids. You have a career. I have a career. You have, we have obligations. We have to do things. And it's like, but no, you got to teach my kids, bro. Like, you got to teach my kids. Yeah. That's why I sent them to school so you can teach my kids. Right. And it's been really tough. And, but you know what? Like, I don't take my own advice, too. Like, I tell the parents, don't worry. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And then me as a parent, I worry. <laughs> have you told the kids that uh, not, nothing negative will happen to them yeah. academically? I didn't do it in the beginning on purpose uh-huh. because that, like you said, you know, that that will kind of like stifle their motivation. Uh-huh. But now they know. And even then, they've been turning in their work. Yeah. For the most part. Those kids who don't, I mean, they're not. Steve, gonna... where's your work? Fuck you, profe. Yeah. This ain't going to count and, anyway. And, and I'm like, <laughs> and, and then, you know what? I'll be like, okay. That's your choice. Yeah. I'm like, I really, I would, then I would motivate you, like, or try to. I'd be like, Steve, you know, if you do this assignment, mm-hmm. isn't it bump up? You're, you're close to a, to a, to an A, a minus. You're close yeah. to a C plus. A fake C plus, bro. This shit ain't going to count. 
that's that's four year old Steve right there. Yeah. <laughs> but, but at that at that moment, they they know like I can do something. Yeah. If you tell them it's extra credit, they won't do it. But you tell them like, hey, this can increase your. This is not mandatory. It's going to be on the parents too. Yeah. I mean, you could you could only push these kids so much to do it. Where the parents going to be like, hey, you know what? These kids are smart. They know that they don't need to do this shit. They need. They know that they just kind of show up, sit down, plop themselves in front of their device. They don't have to do the work. Said so I present the work. I let them know how to do it. I make myself available for certain hours, but then you turn to the parents and be like, "This is on yeah. you." And that's what I told. Like them. This, they're in your home right, right now. They're not in my classroom. Right. I'm like, providing the fucking syllabus. You push them to do it. On. And that's what I said. Like imagine you, right? Mm-hmm. Like if if your kids get this, like your teacher says, "Hey, do this." Are you gonna do it? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's up to you, right? Like the teacher has no no control over that part. But if you have a relationship with their parents. That open line of communication, be like, exactly. yo, sabes que, verga. you know, I'm giving him the work. He's paying attention when we're and doing the video. <laughs> he's doing the work when we're sitting in front of the video, but he's not turning it in. And I just see it. it's like, you got to talk to him. You know, he understands. He's not a dumb kid. He knows what's going on. You got to just find a way to motivate him right. and get it done. And especially Damn. seventh grade, bro. Yeah. Seventh grade is tough. Yeah. Because, because the kids are like, they're being influenced by their, by their peers. Mm-hmm. So, you can teach your kids all that you want, but when they get to seventh grade, it's different. Because now they're like, at least my school, there's 2,000 students. That's a lot. 2,000 students for seventh and eighth grade. So they're, 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 being, they're being pressured. They're being socially pressured by all types of kids, right? Before it was like, right now, what, it's like 25 kids for a classroom? I have no kids. idea, bro. <laughs> it, was like, it was like 25 kids, 30 kids for a classroom when you're in elementary school, right? But yeah. you're, only, you're only with them. That's it. That's your circle of influence. There's no 25 every 60 minutes, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, your, your teacher knows how to control those kids. You would think so, right? So for me, I have I have 175 students, like, throughout the entire five periods, which means I got to grade everything, Fuck right? that, you got another name. That's crazy enough. 175. That's a lot of names. I got them all. I got Do them you all really? Down. I know where they sit. I know that. I know. Second period, third row from the door. Oh no, rows! I have, I have, uh, I have tables, groups. Give me a one through nine. Okay. Okay. Table four. Table four. Period two. Period two. Uh-huh. Clockwise on the table. Oh, who's sitting at seven o'clock? Uh, let's see. So I have period two. I have Max, Jack. I need seven o'clock, bro. Sophia, I, I don't need Max or Jack. <laughs> Sophia and. Oh, you got me. I don't know. I yes. remember. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I use my phone. That's a lot, of kids, a lot of kids, dude. That's a lot of fucking kids. But 175 see, kids. And what I do is. I have three kids that I fuck up their names all the time. <laughs> hey, I've done that too. I do it all the time. More Now more than ever. I feel I feel bad calling my dad out for forgetting my birthday. Oh, well, that's, now that's a tropeo. That's uh, a tropeo. Oh, that, that's, for our, that's for our dad issues episode. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, you got to save uh, that one for later. The I'll Patreon show. But, but yeah, bro. Like, but that's, that's, it's. Me being in the classroom and understanding their likes uh-huh. and dislikes is always it what makes me better. Like You're, I know that Jack likes to do this. Yeah. I know that Michael likes to do this. Do all teachers are all professors like that, or no. is it just you? At your school, don't worry, nobody listens. You can throw your motherfuckers under the bus. How many core. of Professor Morenos are there? And there's it's only like the younger ones too. Yeah. Because you know you're I mean? kind of getting your bearings. Other fuckers probably gone through the motions already. They become jaded. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a, a football analogy okay, that ready. I heard from, uh, from Howie Long. If the glove don't fit, you must have quit. No, long, no wrong. Uh, uh, <laughs> he called it the elevators. Okay. That when young rookies have all this talent and they're like at the ceiling, right? They have all this talent. 
And then all of the veterans have all the knowledge, but no talent, right? The moment you reach your prime is when these elevators meet, right? When your, 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 your knowledge of the game and your ability meet, that is your prime, right? I think I'm in my prime when it comes to teaching. Right. My knowledge, like I look back at what I was doing when I was teaching my first year. I'm like, fuck, I would never do that again. Like, there's no way. Well, I think I reached that point where like my knowledge is not I haven't reached it where like I'm in. I know everything because you can never know everything. But I think I'm, I'm a really good point where my knowledge and my skills are good. Right. And now hopefully that window is a big window where I can. I can be like 20 quid and play for 20 years, right? Shit, but what if your peak is right now? But that's during, what I'm saying. But during the whole fucking shutdown, and the best part of Professor Moreno is going to be behind a video screen for the next year. I'm going to go to online teaching from now on. The- <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? I mean, that's tough. Like, yeah, l- man. Look at the things that, you're, that you are doing now as, a, as, a, as an adult. Think about you go back and like, man, if I would do that when I was younger, <laughs> where would I be? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like your, your knowledge of like how to work things has reached like you're in your prime but maybe your ability or or your like your talent maybe wasn't there at that time like so now now we're in our prime maybe and hopefully that prime lasts like 20 years or 30 years or 40 years you know what i mean it's a crazy time crazy time and that elevator one reminds me of the hard work beats talent with talent doesn't work hard you know everything's got to be aligned you know sure There's, there's many there's many avenues to be successful right i remember teaching teaching uh I've taught 12th grade. I've taught 11th grade. I was teaching seniors, bro. That was fun. Yeah. I miss it. That, How old were you? I was 30. That must be weird because you're not, not too far off. Not from as that. bad as the people who have been teaching since right after after college. They were like 24, 22. You know what I mean? I think I, I had another job before this. So I, I kind of lived the real world before I became a teacher. So I kind of knew where they were coming from. But yeah, like... Teaching seniors was the best. That's I awesome. loved it. Like, um, I I taught seniors for for my student teaching, and I, I and I'm really good friends with them. Like, I still they still I still you still yeah I still talk see them? them yeah cool. I, still, I, I still talk to them a lot more. No, because I'm pushing borracho, professor. You go to Machete, yeah, Manhattan, Man, I the brewery. Man, I miss the Manhattan. Brewery. Have you been going to the Manhattan? No, I haven't gone. No, no, I haven't gone. What have you done, man? I'm afraid because you're in our group chat. You, you you've been like MIA, and it's like. I've been stressing. I've yeah. been stressing about about this teaching, but but no, I, I love I love the fact that we all that chat has been like a lifesaver. It is like because it's a moment to disconnect and just kind of well, you're not really disconnecting, no, no, but, yeah. but it's a moment to just kind of like okay, ah, mm, yeah, what's yeah. going on? Like I love going in there and checking and seeing like I need something dumb. Yeah, <laughs> Colombian posting his his gifs for everything <laughs> and, and glasses posting like other things and Alex always shoes without it. socks. Yeah, and Alex coming both Alex is right. Alex and Beer Doctor going on like hundred miles, bro, on the bike, and I haven't even got on the bike. Alex doing his work for the for the Burrow Brothers, and I, I've met new people on there. Like you know, like that's that's I love that. Like I love that community. And I love the little fraternity we developed. And I love throwing in little baseball things, and and then they get all riled up, and I kind of step away. (laughs) And I come back, I was like, oh, what did I say about Nolan Ryan? What did I say about Andrew Jones? I like Andrew Jones. Ozzy Smith, bro? I don't like Ozzy Smith. I do not like Ozzy Smith. Yeah, that's all he is. That's all he is. If you got to do a backflip when you enter the field, 
you're fucking up. That's yeah, true. Okay, you don't don't give me a backflip when you're when you're fucking getting into the the shortstop. Ozzy Smith, Chivato se viene corriendo, tiene backflip. No man, you're a baseball player. You're in the fucking trapeze. Think about, think about it. Think about how many Padre players were like Hall of Famers. Huh? Robbie Alomar. Robbie Alomar. Sandy. Sandy Alomar. No, Hall of Famer. no, no. But Rob, Sandy. Sandy yeah. Alomar is in the in. He's in the Fred McGriff conversation of but Hall of Fame. But he's also, you know, he's also like a, a uh, I think it's, uh, he's a coach somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, in, most uh, of these guys are coaches. Padres. No, in, with yeah. the Padres. In like, San Diego? Like, yeah, like he was up for the for the, for the the uh, manager job. In San Diego? Oh, yeah. I have to look into that one. Robbie Alomar. Yeah, San the Padres Alomar. have given up so much fucking talent, it's ridiculous. It makes me mad. It makes me sad, too. Fuck, sad moment of the week. Yeah, I'm right there. Get the um, Other moments of the week. I was on vacation this whole fucking week, and... um. I go back tomorrow and I got my my schedule, one fifteen every morning, bro. bro one. You, you have not been on vacation. I've seen you. Well, no, and that's what I told wife in again. Like he fucking doing it as like I feel bad because I took time off from UPS, but unfortunately we got like busy here and I've had to like implement new like procedures and new ways of doing things here at the brewery. Like I said, we're, we're doing okay. Like we got a, I'm buying a van this week. Going up north and picking it up. Oh, nice. That way, we're establishing distribution more on a more like uh, economic level using this van. Um, I ordered a canning line, so we're doing four packs to go, four packs for delivery, and, and it's been busy. And it's just shit that I haven't had a chance to do because you know, real world gets involved, and and there's dramas. And at that point, there was two businesses, and then the family, and then UPS. Now it's like, okay, oh, the Elwood shut down. Oh, I get more time to focus on this. Ooh, I'm on vacation. Okay, fuck it. Dedicate as much time as I can, ideally, to the brewery for this like this short time that we're kind of getting things up again. But then I have my family, and I'm like, ah, and I'm always torn. I always feel bad because I'm always torn. I'm always put in a position where it's like not I have to choose A or B, but it's like I have to divulge moments of to A and some to B, and it's like, oh, and it's a stupid game, bro, because I never win. I'm the one that never wins. Yeah, but... You involve your family though. I saw you, mm. we, like or the picture you posted that we were all oh fuck yeah. I took them all. together. I ah, took them dude. all distributing me with or delivering beers with me. All the motherfuckers go shit. Because I feel bad. Like I tell you, like you say, wife is this. My wife is the same way. She has them all day while I'm at work, all day, and I'm at work, and then I'm at the brewery, and then I do the podcast, yeah. and then I come home. So it's like I've had to cut back a lot of things just to make myself more available. So now I'll take these little weenies with me to deliver beer. Half the time they fall asleep, fool. We get on the freeway, he said, tronados. I'm jealous. And then wifey stays home. Yeah. And she gets it. And what does she do? Oh, well, perfect opportunity. I need to mop the floors. I need to clean this. I said, I said I, I'm not going to feel bad for you. It's like right. I'm leaving so you can just chill. Like, right. But I feel like her chill is cleaning. Right. She enjoys like cleaning and making sure her house is tidy. And do we have the same wife? Bro? I'm telling you, bro. And it's, 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 it's funny because the more and more people I talk to, it's like, we're married to the same fucking person. That's that's my way, <laughs> my wife's way of like feeling at ease. Hmm? Like she needs to see like cleanliness, yeah, like order, yeah. And I'm just like, no, like come and chill. But she's like, nah, she's not. She's they not have like no that. chill. They have no chill. And then I feel bad because it it'll be like eight or nine p.m. and and I do my part as I give feel necessary. My routine. routine, yeah. When you're not on vacation. Not on vacation, the yeah. routine, right? The Okay, the quarantine routine? Simon. The quarantine yeah, routine. Because yeah, yeah. UPS is fucking us in the quarantine routine. I went on a rant last week on the last episode. I I, I was listening to it. I'm excited to see what happens to me tomorrow. <laughs> hey, don't rip your mask, bro. <laughs> Fuck, I know. Piece of shit. So, um, yeah, up, go to work. I'm even at work by two. But now, apparently, motherfuckers keep ordering shit. Sorry. Now I'm going to have to be at work by one. 
One in the morning, bro. This is ridiculous. I shouldn't be at work at one in the morning, five days a week, working like one. And, but whatever. I'm appreciative that I have a job. Just I'm appreciative I have fucking insurance. Bring right? my monopoly. Right? Oh, man. At work at one in the morning. Okay? Yeah. I come home. It's usually like 10 or 11. Okay. 10 or 11. Uh, ideally, now that I've implemented running, I'm going to be running or I'm going to be on the, tread, on, the, on the Peloton, one or the other. Uh-huh. And that's going to happen because I, I ballooned it to 205 this week. This week, I was at 199. My, my, weight, my weight, that's where I need to be, 195 to 200. I'm at 205, bro. So I was like, uh-uh, because I've been drinking a lot of beer. I'm drinking a beer right now. I fucked up a delivery order, and I shouldn't have taken this beer to the person. POG. POG, Pog. Uh, guys, ADD kicked in. Um, seltzers right now at the brewery. Next level. We have three seltzers. Tenemos la de cherries, cherry lime. Tenemos la pog, pineapple, orange, guayaba. And then we have the sandia, Santiago seltzer. These motherfucking seltzers, bro. The wife loves it. Dude, I'm going to stop making beer. We're going to make seltzers now. That was really good. That's all we're doing is seltzers. Anywho, Peloton, run a little. Checking at the brewery. But by the time you realize it, it's fucking 5 p.m. But you have a weird schedule, uh, though. I have a so dumb 5 schedule. So 5 p.m., what do you do at 5 p.m.? I, I got to wrap it up, bro. And here's the thing. like Most of the things that are taking my time are delivery. And I shouldn't have to waste all my day on deliveries. You know, like Obviously, I get it. I have to learn the system before I pass the baton to somebody else. Yeah. And now I feel like, okay, I've got that system intact. There everybody reaches out to me. They put their orders. I put the orders in, in, in a row or how I, I need to arrange them. And I tell now whoever's going to deliver for me that day, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. These are the ones you got to do. Boom, boom, so boom. you're doing the planning. Yes, I do all you, the logistics you're, you're part. I'm like, this is how you, this mm-hmm. is a route you have yeah, to follow. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a, a, an app that I found called Route for Me. And um, on average, we're doing like five or six deliveries during the week. And then during the weekend, it gets busier. So I put all of the addresses and the orders into this app. And it spits out the, the fucking, the logistics, the, the, the way it should be done. And then I'll tweak it a little bit and be like, all right, bro, these are the six stops you're doing today. Uh, from I'm texting them to you in address, order, and what they are ordering. Brrr, done. And then I'll Venmo you at the end and they go and do it. And I'm like, all right, cool. So to the point now, it's like I can step back. So five o'clock comes, ideally I'm at home making dinner. You know, you know what? Or I don't want to even say that too loud because wife's going to be like, I see. Got Mushin going, <laughs> making dinner. Um, I'm making dinner tonight. Handmade okay? sushi. I'm making dinner tonight and it's going to be a nice flaky fresh cod with fucking um, parsley, garlic, butter, and lemon. Okay. And we're going to bake it at 420 for 30 minutes. We're going to bring it out. We're going to have a nice salad. We're going to have some nice fucking drinks. Appetizers? No appetizers, bro. We old. <laughs> okay, we barely have time to eat this shit. We don't have time to sit down and gaze into each other's eyes. We have time to feed these animals. Um, so, yeah, when, if I'm not making them dinner, I'm giving the boys a bath. Ah. I give them their bath. I get them dressed. I fucking comb their hair, everything, make them look pretty nice to get to sleep. You know, sometimes time, I read to them. What time is that? Uh, that has to happen before eight. Okay. Um, before pre-quarantine, by seven. Simone. See, by seven. Wow, that's really good. Yeah, and they were good about it, but now it's like you know they're wilding Simone, out. Simone. Yeah, and they're little, and, and we still have a very tight grip on on their structure. But they don't. It's still. It, I feel like it falls on deaf ears, or we're just yeah, not yeah, forceful yeah. enough. I'm like, ah, fuck it. Because there's there's no consequences. No, right? and I tell wives school like, at like eight forty five or anything. And I tell wives I just fuck it. I mean, dedicate like Friday fun day where we don't do anything. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday, like if we don't have plans, we tell them. Pijamas. If you guys want to stay in your fucking PJs, why do I have to get dressed, Daddy? I don't want to get dressed. I don't want to do this. All right. Saturday and Sunday, you don't want to fucking get dressed? Wear your pajamas, bro. Yeah. Do your thing. Like, whatever. You know? 
Um, my routine is it's it's pretty simple. I don't uh, wifey doesn't demand a lot from me. Mm-hmm. Wash the dishes, give the boys a bath, help her with cleaning, I help her with the boys and putting them How about down. Dishes though, bro. Dude, fuck dishes, bro. Shh. Fuck dishes. I'm How do you like go, that? Next time we go to the restaurant, oh. I'm gonna go and pay that dishwasher like double. I'm tipping him. Yeah. Okay. If if I have to tip twenty percent, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna give five percent to the lady who's bringing the dude or the, the waiter that's bringing the food out. I'm gonna go inside and, and give fifteen percent to the guys that are prepping and, and actually washing the dishes. Those dishes. Those are the MVPs. Are my my killer. Oh, fuck. I hate that dishes. dishwasher has been going like on like every single. Bitch, I am the dishwasher. <laughs> Fucking putting dishes. Wifey the other day is like, you know what's cool? This dishwasher is pretty cool. And I was like, it's me. You're like cool, like once a month, cool, cool, like once a week, or cool, like every day. She's like, maybe like once a week. I'm like, all right, good, good, success. There's there's some progress there. Because anytime I can alleviate the fucking workload, bro. bro, there's so many fucking dishes. Where do they come it's like from? Constant. And I wash them. I turn around. I go pick up something. I come back. Dish. I was like, where do all these fucking that's, dishes come from? That's another sad moment of the week for oh, me. Those God. dishes, bro. Oh, man. What, what have you learned, though? What have um, you learned from this? Nothing, bro. I have no patience. <laughs> you learned that you have no patience? That's good, I though. learned that my patience has gone to shit. Um, what else? What else have I learned? There's something, something I thought of, like, if there was, like, a teacher podcast I would create, like, I would always ask, like, what did you learn? Like, if, if, I, would, if I would talk to my students and they would be my, my guests, I was like, ask them, what did you learn? Not about, like, what you learned, like, in my class. Academically. Academically, mm-hmm. but what did you learn? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what, would you, what did you learn this week? What did you People learn bitch week? and moan about everything. Yes. People bitch and moan about things that are inconsequential to everyday life. It doesn't fucking matter. It just, like, people complain about where's my unemployment check it's like yeah it's on route everyone's fucking gonna get it you'll get yours shortly i want to have i don't want to wear a mask it's like oh, guys come on guys like you just gotta guys. be you just gotta be smart right now you know it's like yeah just, but see, that's the thing though like being an american something that something that i had to teach my parents what was the whole idea of being independent and pulling yourself up by your bootstraps but i get I heard somebody say some people don't have boots. I was gonna say, yeah. What if that person doesn't have boots? Right. You know that analogy means, and then and that's my dickhead inside of me. Always yeah. like, you gotta put yourself over your boots. I'm like, fuck that. Like some people don't have boots. But this is why I, I have, like. Yeah. I like our community. Mm-hmm. Like I like like Chicle, Like his mm-hmm. whole thing about his uh, the Project Real Collective is collective. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it's community based. Mm-hmm. Right. I know the beer doctor and all of us have been talking about like making like a like a dot org. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I love that. Like we have the means. I know you, you and Maddie are talking about this too. It was like we have all these means. We and I mean me are very minimal, but you guys have all these means. Of, Bitch, you're in this crew. Yeah, Stop playing. Oh, yeah, I get it. No. Profe, you're awesome. Oh, thank you. Profe, you're self-deprecating. You're, you're uh, very needed in this industry but you know what I'm with saying? us. Like we, I, I feel like, for example, for me, I feel like I have a voice for all of these kids who were my in my place that didn't feel like they were they were, they were new immigrants. Or the first generation, like they don't find a place. Like I feel like I can be that voice and help them out, right? You want to help each other out to better themselves for our community. So I think the fact that we all do the same thing, like I love that. I love that yeah. we're about community. I love. It sounds super corny. It's very, it's very corny when we say it, but when we're actually in it, it's like cool. This is awesome. I, I tell wife is like, oh, I feel good about what we're gonna do, or I feel good that this is going on. Oh, we have our bike rides, or we have these little meetups where we get excited about hanging out. Right. We're throwing ideas around. And like all of a sudden, like now Emo Brown is like, we want to do cool shit with it. And I'm out, I'm on board with it. Like right now, Emo Brown is about digging around in a podcast. We have artists on board 
and we have cool merch coming out. Yeah. And now slowly it's like evolving into, oh, now we have businesses under the umbrella of Emo Brown that are kind of like spurning up. Right. Oh, we're going to have more podcasts under the umbrella of Emo Brown. So it's like slowly we shot a fucking uh, a, a, a little uh, like an episode for infomercial for Cox yesterday here at the brewery. Um, Cox Media did an, an episode on Three Punk Ales on where we're at, how we're doing, la la la. How does Cox Business Solutions help you in your everyday? Cox, huh? Yeah, and they, they <laughs> <laughs> Cox Media and Latin, uh, Latin Cox, some shit like that. Yeah, it was weird. And then um, it went well. So they reached out to us. How oh, we want to come back and touch base with you again on um, how you're adjusting to the quarantine and COVID nineteen. Like, how has that affected you? And she sent us a list of questions. If you could just like shoot. Some um yeah, if you can shoot some some footage of like people waiting in line and and uh, how your your process for purchasing goes and, and what you're currently doing different and just going over that. So yeah, dude, the, some of the guys came through yesterday. We shot the video, we took some pictures, we did the interview. I'm packaging that up. I'm sending it out. We're like a media group now, bro. Just put Alex in the front. Fuck. That's all we need. We need that just cute Alex guy in the front, bro. Right there with a the rose. Fuck. The bachelor. We just gotta keep him quiet. <laughs> we just, we just, just look pretty we got the little secret just right there I just can't wait to go to the Manhattan <laughs> again with Alex and clack clack. Oh, clack clack so we got cool merch coming bro we have a phone number oh I saw that okay 619-728-9300 619-728-9300 that's gonna be everyone's new outlet on uh, leaving a message and we'll address that message on the episode we'll play it once we figure out the technology on how to play that shit and so long as it's not all fucking ridiculous in what you're saying, we'll play it. We got to make sure that we don't. We're, we're not about censoring. But we want to make sure that we're, be, we're presenting people in the best light possible. Yeah. And um, yeah. I mean, just shoot shoot us a message there. As a matter of fact, we're gonna create that little fucking hotline right now. We're, we're gonna. I don't have a message. I haven't set anything up on that yet. But I feel what better time than now just to set fucking up. set up a message fucking thing for it. So look at it. it's called Smart Line, and it's by GoDaddy. Oh. See wait, like I'm learning a lot. Um, settings. Let's see. What do we got here? Greeting. Voicemail greeting. All right. Record new greeting. All right. Let's see. Uh-oh. Let's see. Smart. would like to access your phone. All right. Press the red circle to record a new message. Once you're done, you can preview it in the player above. A ver si cierto. Thank you for calling the Emo Brown hotline. We are unable to take your call, but we're dying to hear your message. Please leave it at the end of this recording. We love you. Stay safe. Sinaloa. <laughs> Let's see. Well, <laughs> Let's see how that came out. Fuck, I can't even hear it. Oh, oh here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> that's like one of those party hotlines bro that you would call like at 10 o'clock at night on a Friday there it is except you can call it whenever the fuck you want because hey. it's 24-7 2 in the morning you know you're feeling sad you just heard a fucking I don't know Juan Gabriel Amore oh, uh, you know stop stop I'm gonna cry right eterno, what, you heard that and you're feeling you get caught up in your feels you have a nice little bottle of Bucanas in your hand and you're shedding a little tear be like you know who 
there's only one person right now that'll understand what I'm going through. It's gonna fucking be Chris Classes. It's gonna be Steve. It's gonna be El Prof. It's gonna be Chicle. It's gonna be one of these guys. So then you leave us a message. And you're, guys, I was just listening to the Rocio Ducal and then Ro- Rocio yes. Ducal version with fucking Juan Gabriel Amor Eterno, and I'm crying. I don't know why. I've never lost anybody. I just feel sad. Not a fucking problem, you know. Send it our way. We'll be sure to give it a nice listen to, and we'll put it on here. We'll say hi. And we'll all cry together. We'll cry as a team. And we'll cry now and we'll cry. Later. Later. <laughs> <Say wait. laughs> um, have you bought any dumb shit during the quarantine? <laughs> what a transition. Because <laughs> uh, this phone thing dude, is been, dumb shit, dude, but it's cool. Dude, I've been buying like kids games. All right. I've just been doing things like we probably just play this game like lava. I've just been about the kids. Mm-hmm. So we're getting our... We're getting Calma our... Calmate Wu-Tang. We're, <laughs> we're getting our stimulus check on the 30th. Oh, wait. So you can track when you're getting yeah, your stimulus you check. Yeah, you didn't know this? Do I need to text you this information? I, I got my stimulus check like two weeks ago. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. What I don't did, know how. What did you get? Uh, the GoDaddy thing? Three k. Oh, what did I buy? Yeah. Nothing. I opened uh, 529 accounts for the boys, the like their little investment savings accounts, and uh, wifey and I. Um, Mints? Yeah, fuck. Mints. Let me tell you a little about these mints, guys. Right now that we have an opportunity to discuss it, hey, these who, mints. Where, where'd you get these from? These mints I purchased um, from the uh, Balboa Avenue dispensary, located in uh, Central San Diego on Balboa Avenue. Um, more importantly, these are called the Awakening Cannabis Infused Orange Zest Mints. Wait, I was trying to get you to take one earlier. I get it. You're doing it for public appearance. You have Abraham Lincoln tattooed on your arm. <laughs> you don't want to take these right now. Take two. One for you. One for wifey. Put the boys down. Confession. Ready. I have never, and I'm being completely honest, never done a drug in my life. Marijuana either? Never. You've never done marijuana? Never. I saw. I was listening to, to Caesar, Caesar Torres, mm-hmm. uh, and he was talking about how he didn't drink until he was 20. Yeah, yeah. I didn't drink until I was 21. Mm. Like, I didn't get tattoos until I was 21. Hi. Son those <laughs> Come on. Jesus Christ. But, but like, I'm, I've never taken any, any, any drug. Damn! Don't tell me that, bro. Because I'm a fucking and, and I'm and I'm and I'm a frequent. <laughs> I'm gonna go knead a belly on you, open your mouth, and put this mint in your mouth. <laughs> as a frequent, as a frequent uh, proprietor of uh, the Manhattan, I've uh-huh. never taken any drugs. No. Oh, damn! Matt Cislak, like, he's inferring that people in your establishment take drugs. Don't go into that bathroom, bro. No, man, you'll get don't, high just don't popping. Don't go into that bathroom. You open that door, you're gonna fucking get high. Shh. Jesus Christ. You've never had ever, marijuana. Ever, ever, ever. And I'm being legit. I'm being honest. So you're doing ever. this. I'm going to give you two. One for you, one for wifey. And I want you to just take a video of you popping it. And that's it. And then, I will vet this to the wife. I'm not saying yes or no. I'm just saying I will. You take, know I'm not the boss of my own house. No, I don't know any man here that we know who's the boss of their own house and is happy. And is being truthful. True. You know, I'm sure my lord, hey, yo soy el rey de esta no, pinche casa. Sure, playboy. Okay. Yes. As soon as you have kid, as soon as you get married, I feel you give up a certain amount of your balls, you know? Yeah. You know? And then when you have kids, fuck, what are balls? At that point, there's there's nothing, you know? It's like, at that point, you're a, you're a team from day one, but I feel when kids come into play, it's like, wow. You're at the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah, oh, and you better fucking like it. Because it's not going to get any better than yeah. the bottom of the totem pole. Even when you these kids get married and have kids, fuck, you just, any new addition, you just slowly get pushed down further down the totem pole. Oh, we got a new dog. Oh, fuck, there goes dad. A little bit lower now. Oh. I'm going to buy some new Vans, by the way. Vans. What's up with you and Vans? I love it. No, fuck that shit. I'm going to, before you, go ahead, tell me about your Vans. I'm opening this. What? Uh, me, me and glasses. 
I think for a while it was like, hey, Vans of the Day. Then I got, I couldn't do it anymore because he have he has like way too much, way too many Vans. I don't have a I don't have a hat with a feather either too. So, what's your thought on hat with a feather? Matt and I have our opinion. We respect the art. We respect the craft of the person who's creating the said hat with the feather. But to have somebody in our circle wearing a hat with a feather is bananas to me. But go ahead. Tell but you used to wear ties though for me? your old job. No, but, you know, I'll, I'll still rock the shit out of a tie. But a hat with a feather. Maybe you haven't really felt the power of the feather. The power of the feather, bro. What is your feel on a hat with a feather? I wouldn't wear it because I have a little head. <laughs> that I think. <laughs> Such a cop-out fool. I, 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 I wear a size 7 hat, bro. 7 hat? Yeah. 7? Seven. Like not even 7 No, a 7. 7. Damn, That's right. it. Okay. And before that, it was like a 6 and like 7 eighths. I wore like a 7. I, 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 don't, I don't look good in beanies. Go ahead. I don't look good in... Hats with feathers. Okay. I don't, look, I don't look good with like a shaman hat. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Just uh, give me my baseball hat and I'm, and I'm good. Calmate. You found your wife and she finds you attractive. You looked good in something. And that's all that I need. And that's all you need. I don't, you don't need to call need... my... Steve, for you today, I wore deodorant, bro. Yeah. You combed your hair apparently I too. I combed my hair and I wore deodorant. And Bitch, what's your routine? Do you not like shower? Do you not do anything? I shower at... I shower... Our routine is terrible. My wife wakes up at 7.30, at 7. Uh-huh. She goes downstairs and starts to work. The kids wake up at 7.10, and then I make them stay in the room until 7.30. Mm-hmm. They walk into our room, and I'm still asleep. I put on a show. Like you start dancing, or what the fuck? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. Uh, a, a show on Disney+. Plus. Oh, okay. Disney Plus. Bluey. Look into Bluey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do it. Um, that and- word means something different to me from my past. But okay. Not that type of Bluey. And, and then you will they'll watch for half an hour. And then we go downstairs. I'm making breakfast. Then wife's on the call. I'm online teaching. I have Abraham set up to, to to do some stuff. And then we have quiet time, where hopefully the little one sleeps because he still he still naps. The older one, yeah, no. And then by we have dinner by five o'clock, six o'clock, and then it's time to get them to go to bed. And then the wife showers at eight o'clock, nine o'clock. I shower, and then we have like some time for like an hour to half an hour. We've been going to sleep like at one o'clock. In the morning? Yes. Fuck, that's when I go to like work, at, bro. Like, <laughs> like at midnight because we don't have time for ourselves. Uh-huh. Like we don't connect. Uh-huh. Like we, but we've been doing a lot. We're doing calmate, calmate. Better. Calmate. Not like connecting like physically. Oh. Because we, anyway, so we've been doing, we, we've been trying to hang out together uh-huh. and just like have moments. But she, my wife, my very smart wife, my intelligent wife mm-hmm. is taking a class right now. Go ahead. Of uh, child development for her work. So she has to do classwork, bro. And then she has to like take tests and do all this. And like, what am I doing? Like I'm grading. So we have to like schedule the times to hang out. I'm the wrong friend to have, profe. Why? Because I will always tell you to just take a step back from what you're doing. Drop a little. Pick up something else. I get it. You're very passionate about teaching. A skateboard? It's a new game. It's a new world. You know, it's a new format. I'm not going to ever say like, oh, you're doing too much, but I feel like you're putting too much on yourself. Yeah, I, I get that. Though. You know, you're like, putting too much on yourself for to what end? Right. What is the, the ultimate payoff right now? Yeah. If it was regular, you know, 2019 BC, you know, before Corona, like it, I'm sure it would have been much more like, ah, fulfilling sure. you know, like yeah. i did this i saw the look on little junior's face he got it he fucking felt it you know uh, now i feel like it's different take a step back i am take this pill bro 
brought to you by the <laughs> fine people about Bow Avenue Dispensary. You know, medicinal or recreational, whatever like you need, that, they'll deliver. I feel like that meme from uh, from uh, where is it from? The Matrix. Uh huh. Do you want the red pill? Or do you want the blue pill? Bro, I've never fucking seen the Matrix, but <laughs> go ahead and have this pill. I know you're looking at me with disgust. Ah, I'm not a big movie watcher. I know what I like, and I like what I know. Like what? You know, uh, Goodfellas. Besides Goodfellas, love honestly, Goodfellas. it's that, bro. And for me, it, it's it's very like crime dramatic crime trolls like the wire i watch those movies now because i'm forced to you know fucking trolls is a <laughs> it's entertaining you like it. You know you like it, it was entertaining it was entertaining coco entertaining you know um my shit's the little mermaid ariel bro she like that's my the shit shows? yeah is it the t-shirts i don't know what it is it's red hair or something <laughs> um one of my best friend gus like as a joke brought me a because we golfed a like lot this. he's a good guy we golfed a lot before like uh the shit went si- actually we golfed a lot and then i feel like i started the business and i we slowed down and then his business started like he just took on more responsibilities in his business and we just kind of like not played golf but when we were in the heyday of golf we would golf like three times a week bro freshly married um <laughs> i'm gonna let you in so, so we used to go golfing in a place uh called bonita bonita's our home course we go golf in bonita sometimes we golf in east lake when we golf in east lake we would go Smoke a joint, have some whiskeys on the course, play, pa 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 pa. Done, done by like noon, and then we would go to Chili's because we knew that one of the waitresses, bartenders there, like she was cool, so blues, and um, she would make us some fucking bomb ass Cadillac margaritas, bro. We wouldn't get home till like nine p.m. This was a regular, yeah. Okay, this was pre kids. You know, wifey would hang out with her with her family, her whole family, and Gus and I would just be degenerates. We would go golf. After golf, we would go to Chili's and we'd have fucking Cadillac margaritas or Top Shelf margaritas and just fucking get fucked like like bad, like East Coast Boston smash. That Chili's, you know, bro. and they'd get a ride home. When I got dropped off at home, and. I would not be able to, well, I would leave my keys in my golf bag and whoever gave me a ride home, I said, I'll pick my golf bag up later. Obviously, I didn't have keys to get into the house. My lovely wife would leave me outside, bro. She wouldn't let me in. <laughs> she would leave me outside in the patio all passed out. <sighs> I don't miss those days, but I kind of miss those days. Like, I feel like boy trips now, like when we're going to do our like a little homie trip, is it's, it's golf. And just eating like savages and drinking. Yeah. You know? Well, we we kind of did that like when we went to the Elwood, remember? With the Elwood, we did. Mm, that was Manhattan. crazy. Mm, that was crazy. We did. What did Balboa. We do Balboa. Balboa. I think we came here for a couple like but primers. Then, but then you and Gus left. Yeah. Did we leave? Yeah. Oh, we got picked, got up. picked up. Here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. How old are you again? I'm 37. Ah, I work nine. This doesn't work to you because we're the same age. So my boy is 40. I'm 40. And uh, actually, he's 39. He's going to be 40 in like, about three weeks. Um, We've been through that game, bro. You know? Our wives don't believe us. Oh, yeah, we'll be home soon. We'll be home. Fuck that. What are you doing right now? We're going to pick you up in 10 minutes. And tell Stevie, that me, <laughs> tell Stevie that Crystal said, I'm bringing his ass home too. And it's like, and then Gus, like, we, we're not in a position to argue these right. things anymore. At this point, it's like, fuck, okay, this is what's happening. Hey, Stevie, uh, Billy's coming. Um, finish your drink. We're about to dip. So it's like, all right. One more shot. So we wild out we before we get picked that. up. We and did. then and then we no, just No, that was the home. day we went to Silver Dollar too, right? Yeah. So, dude, that was a bad day. Not for me personally, we went, but I feel like we drank we did, a lot. We had Balboa. Mm-hmm. Went to Christmas thing. Go ahead. And then we went to Silver dude, Dollar. Dude, we've had a Christmas exchange. I know. Emo Brown is I legit, wait. bro. I can't wait for, the, for this year's. It will be Brown all like, we're all giving each other masks. Uh, so that, we went to Silver Dollar. 
We didn't do docks. We did do docks. We Ooh. did do docks. We went shit. in there. We had a whiskey. We had fucking Jameson. There was a guy singing like a, he's like on like a Tejano outfit, right? Yeah. Bien yeah. narco el vato. Yeah, yeah. And then we I did said, that. don't look at him. Just keep moving. We took a shot there with Jameson. Yeah. Balboa, a few beers. Burger and beers, gift exchange. Simon. Dogs, whiskey. Right. Something else? I don't remember. Maybe. Silver dollar. Silver dollar. Whiskey. Something else? Maybe. I don't remember. It was packed. Yes. It was a lot of so glass. So it was quick. It was lot, quick. It was a lot of glass on the walls. Uh, quick. What else? And then Manhattan. We went Manhattan. Got fucked there. Yeah. And then went to Elwood. Did our thing there. And then you left. Yep. And then you went to Machete afterwards. Oh my god. And then I went home. Yeah. But then we did Hoppy Days too. Remember that? Yeah. We did Hoppy Days. That was fun. That was fun until I got home. Because <laughs> <laughs> we did Hoppy Days. Uh huh. And then the owner, Machete or Manhattan. But the, but the owner of Hoppy Days gave us his own brew that he was yeah. Making. It was like Compita a mint. Ben. El com- Compita Ben. Let me tell you about Compita Ben. Yeah, Compita Ben is killing it right now. He uh, own, owner of the Hoppy Days. And um, he's doing delivery as well. And you know what? He's 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 a friend of ours. He's one of us. You know, he, he's a grinder. He, yeah. he knows it's like right now it's sink or swim. You adapt to the model or you kind of just stand back and watch shit go sideways. And he's one of them that's a hard worker and he's adapting to it. You know, he always has good beer. Um, he's out delivering. He's open for fills. Saludos al compita. He's a good dude. And he's a home brewer. And he made good beer. And he got us really fucked up with that beer. That night like was fun. Like a 12%. That night was fun. We went to Machete, or I'm sorry, Manhattan. We had some whiskeys, a yeah. fucking, probably a few more beers. I got home. I hadn't been feeling good. I probably had the Rona is where I'm going. I'm not even lying to you. I probably had the Rona around that time because I got home. I went to the, the restroom like around, I don't know, two or three in the morning. And you woke up there. No, bro. I fucking passed out. Remember that was the time I like I, I went to piss and then like oh I blacked out and I fell down and I hit my head like on the on the on the shelf <laughs> behind the toilet I was like what the hell I think I had the Rona that was a good night though that was a good, <laughs> a good I loved I loved Hobby Days that was good that was my first experience oh, of Hobby man. Days and I was wearing my uh, I was wearing my my Manhattan uh, jacket I don't normally drink but when I hang out with you guys honestly I'm not even using you at escape good I enjoy it I enjoy it you I are. enjoy it. But I drink, remember that time. <laughs> I drink a lot with with you guys. I drink, and it's and it's because it's when at least four of us in the emo, in the social club hang out. It's just it's fun, you know. It's fun. Yeah, we go to Machete, Machete, <laughs> Manhattan. You know, like those are the two spots. You know, it's usually here at the brewery. We get a little quick primer. Boom, let's get a beer. Now where are we going? Boom, boom. That's our community, bro. We just have a good time. That's our community. I love it. Dumbest thing you've bought during the quarantine? Not yet. No? I haven't bought anything yet. I think I just bought tons of games. I bought in... Motherfucker said bought in. A button? Tell me you're not an English professor. Yeah, I'm not. Benjamin. History. The fucking curious case buy? of Benjamin Botten. <laughs> way. I haven't bought anything. I, I, no, I comprado nada. Nah? Nothing. Nothing. I bought um, Bug Assault. What is that? That's the uh, little gun that you shoot insects with, oh, with, grain, with grains of salt. I've always wanted it. And it's always there. Have you got one? I, I just got one no, last no, week. Have you gotten a bug? No, no, no. I, uh, no, I, I haven't received it oh. yet. Yeah. So every fucking month in my email, it says, Bug Assault 2.0, garden and lawn version. Order it now. It's on sale. $79.95. I'm like, I'm going to buy this shit for $79.95. So I'm like, oh, this has happened for over a year. And I'm just, all right. And this week, bro, $29.95, the new improved uh bug assault version 3.0 lawn and garden mix 
with both sugar, uh, salt, and whatever the thicker salt is. What's a fancy thick salt? Like a fucking. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. There's a big granule of salt, okay. apparently. It's called those. The, the big ones. Uh-huh. And you can and it accept it and you fill it. So I said, all right, cool. $29.95. I'm you in. One. I bought one. But then it said, wait, before you click add to cart, look at these additions. And it's like fancy salt that you use specifically for that. And then there was the. Uh, the fucking infrared, like the red light. <laughs> Bitch, I bought that. <laughs> so that was like, I think $9. So in all, I spent $40. So you're like a nautical hitman. Yeah, in the yard. In the, in the yard. yard. So now at $40, I, I bought a gun that takes like big chunks of, of salt. And I'll just hang out on the patio with the fucking joint or a beer. And, I'll, and it'll be at, late at night. And I'm just going to be sitting out in there and with Shooting a little butts. infrared light looking and... I'm fucking pretty excited, but I know that's stupid. I want to see a video, though. Oh, man, oh, bitch, I'm going to give you these two pills. I want to see a video, too. Stop playing. You're 37 years old. A teacher. Everybody gets a, a gr- father a- or two. Everybody gets an A. A. Yeah. And I'm grading. No one's going to fail. We've established that's that. True. That's true. If you ain't first, you're last, Ricky Bobby. That's true. If you ain't first, you're last. And right now, you have an opportunity to beat glasses. And take two of these pills. Go ahead, grab them. I haven't, grab this I haven't dyed my hair red though. Five, I'm jealous of his hair. These are five milligrams. I'm gonna take two. I am. There you go. I am closing this. Yep. No, I, want, I, want, I want to take a picture of you holding that. Did you see my new my new Buddha brothers? Oh, we gotta pimp them right now service? too. We gotta really on, pimp on. them too. I'm gonna put this here. The documentation. I forgot the password. Can I put this on my LinkedIn or no? Yeah. I can't. You can put this right here too. Oh. <laughs> Look at that. Boom. If it's one thing we know how to do, it's... My quarantine cut. Damn, everything. You can we're we're going to tag your wifey for that quarantine cut. She's awesome. She probably doesn't even hear this episode. She does She right, does Say she's one, two, three, she's... Boom. Two pills. Damn. Okay, for real. Tonight, I hey, want wait. you to send me a picture of you... Like dropping acid, putting this pill on your tongue. I'm gonna put on some Santana and then I'm gonna be good. Ese es tu pedo. Your, your musical preference is your musical preference. Which is also, I like our musical. Like, do we have like the same taste in music? Yeah, I want to put on the website is all of the, uh, the like the music link, the, what was it? The playlist the that playlist. we created. But it only takes Spotify. So I need to get all you guys to shoot it. me the songs on Spotify or you do it and I shoot you the songs. And, profe, thank you for coming in today. Thanks, bro. It was awesome to hang out with you. I missed you. Yeah, well, that, that well yeah, I mean, we've missed we've missed you. We can't hug. We, fuck it, bro. We're going to hug and we're going to give each other the Rona. I've already had the Rona. I'm trying to build up antibodies. You know, I'm trying to develop a herd community. Let's touch masks. Uh, is that weird? Fuck, I don't even... I, my mask is upstairs. No, it's right here. That's a, that's a generic is one. The, is this the one that ripped in your... No. Oh, man. I got to go back Sorry. to work tomorrow. God damn it. Thank you guys for listening. Patreoners, I'm going to give you a shout out online. More importantly, 619... 728-9300. Drop us a complaint. I want to hear some complaints. I want to hear some cheese What I know was terrible. The cheese line is open. Was that long? What did you learn? How was that? How long was that? Did you have a saddest moment of the week? Let us know what you've learned. We'll address it. The prof is gonna sit down, drop this pill, and analyze what you've said. We all have access to this voicemail. Thank you. <laughs> Say wait. <laughs>